Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Real Chumps. I am your host, Marcel, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Danny. This week, we'll be discussing The Mandalorian. We're going to have to pay royalties for that. <laughs> we probably should. I'll cut that. I'll just like, we'll start, and then I'll just, like, blip it. Blip it. Not, not paying royalties for that. Um, which, great score, by the way. Dudes. Who, who do you know? Ludwig Goresson. He also scored uh, Black Panther. He did the first. I'm pretty sure he did the first two Creed movies. Um, Interesting. He's he's just solid, all around solid. Killing it, killing it in the music industry or music scoring. Score, I mean, yeah. I like the Black Panthers. Yeah, like, it's really good. It's from, yeah the first one for sure. Yeah, second one was also good. Uh, definitely more melancholy and. Um, I'm pretty sure he did the second one. I know for sure he did the first one, but yeah. yeah. Now he's a good guy. He, if you watch Score the podcast, he they or listen to Score the podcast, he they've had him on a couple of times and smart guy. We should but, get those guys on. We should actually. Okay, uh, we'll put that. Okay, in, we'll, let's put this. Yeah. In. I'm gonna put that in show notes. No, they. Uh, he especially the the little do 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 do. He talks about like how he had to like travel to like middle of nowhere africa to find that instrument there's only like 10 of them available in the world mm. and somehow he got access to it and it's not like your regular it's it sounds like an oboe but it's not or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or even like a flute type but it's some other weird instrument dude i, I've always, I always thought it was might have been the oboe yeah um because like it's got that like or even not quite bassoon yeah it's you know yeah, it's, it's, it's a very unique yeah woodwind yeah so it's a woodwind or is it more it, like a flute it's more of a woodwind yeah yeah i guess flutes are, I guess they are woodwinds. But like you know what i mean not a reed i mean flutes aren't reed instruments yeah you know what i mean but anyway yeah we'll, we'll get those guys on here we should we should for sure um okay could you have the question of the day i can we can do one i can do one um would you rather okay have darth vader's helmet with none of the scarring, none of the issues, but that's like your look. Or have Ray's sky, uh, lightsaber. The orange one? It kind of hints like it's it's like multicolor, right? Oh, yeah, With the yeah. staff? Yeah. Let's assume that it's double-bladed. Yeah, that's a good... Ooh, i definitely go double-bladed. I mean, if, let's assume it's double-bladed, then uh, definitely double-bladed lightsaber. Um because playing the Jedi Survivor or game, whatever, the yeah. Fallen Order, is just so good. Just so much fun. It is fun, actually. And I also really, like, loved the Jedi, like, the lightsaber crafting in that game. You know, for me, in, on that game, once I found, like, the the combo I liked, I was just like, how does it? It's so much work to go back and like. No, 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 no. I don't know. No, I definitely, I had a combo. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Definitely, I'm with you on that one. Like, once you, once you nail it down, like, that, that is the, that's the one I that, got. That's what you have, yeah. But it, you know, I liked that. You like to be able to play and choose that combo. Yeah, like yeah. you know, like the whole Jedi thing is like. Yeah. What's the? Is it the episode in? Uh, is it Clone Wars where the, the there's like the whole like little Padawan and they get stuck on a ship and they were supposed to make their own. Uh, lightsabers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's what I. That's, that is a good episode, actually. It is a really good episode. Yeah. And every time I would go in, into that little like table to like make my thing, I just <laughs> felt like that little, those little pad ones and trying to figure out. Well, what what should I put for my lightsaber? <laughs> oh 
like that. Good choice. Um, you. I, I would. I would go with the. I would go with the lightsaber too. Yeah. Her staff is so cool though. Yes. And like, we never get to like we see it at the end like her yeah. kind of light it up right. Um, hopefully for the movie. Yeah, the new one. They they show that it's double bladed. Oh. And whatnot, but it's a cool staff that she has. Even if she doesn't make it double bladed, I think it'd be still yeah. sweet to be a staff. Because it's so long, it's a long staff, yeah. and you know we haven't seen that long since Darth Maul, at least uh, a lightsaber hilt to be that that long, right? Right. So it'd be cool to just have a new concept for a lightsaber. A hundred percent. Yeah. I actually, I feel like th- I kind of wish that that was something that happened more. Yeah. I mean, like Dooku had the cool cur, or no. Uh, Duke had the one, and then the yeah, Duke had the curved one. Yeah, yeah. and then which is so cool. Uh, what's the one in the Clone Wars? She was like bald. Oh, the the I can't remember her name. What is her name? Anyways, but she also had cur- somewhat curved ones, but yeah. they were double. Um, and Ahsoka's are kind of curved too, right? Uh, I think her new her, her new, the ones that like Anakin gave her at the yes. last of, of at the end mm-hmm. of Clone Wars are kind of like cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I think that it would, it would, yeah. I mean, you see them in start like the actual like toys that they make. They always yeah. have like somewhat unique, but like, I don't know. Could be a lot of fun. I I feel like where they have a lot of fun is actually in the, um, like the uh, the Imperials like guard like their special. They have all those weird like. Oh yeah. Like we said, we we'll talk about this in the Mandalorian. Yeah. But um, the that in the games they always have every single one of those like boss level uh stormtroopers mm-hmm. always have some like wild crazy electric type yeah and it's it started with like uh with uh what's, what was his name from episode three um the robot looking yeah oh uh grievous grievous it started with his like his uh soldiers right they had those mm-hmm. like spinning mm-hmm. yeah those are cool yeah i feel like those guys are the ones really innovating over there <laughs> Even though there's a comedy or there's a bunch of like people forced to do whatever they need to do. Well, uh, let's uh, let's jump into uh, we digress. We digressed a lot there. Uh, okay, sorry. One quick another discretion. If you'd said uh, Kylo Ren's helmet, I would have taken Kylo Ren's helmet. Oh, 100%. This is what I just like. I don't know. This is really cool. It is really cool. Don't get me wrong, Darth Vader's freaking... It's iconic. It is it, iconic. Right? Um, but Kylo Ren's is really cool, especially the the one where he, like, re... Did he reforge it, like, yeah. in, in yeah, episode yeah. nine, right? Yep. Yeah, that one's cool. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we know. Okay. Now you know. All right, well, uh, let's talk about... So we're, we're kind of doing things a little bit different for this episode. Yes. This is our first series uh, discussion. Uh, and we're going to be talking, like, as we mentioned, about the Mandalorian. It just finished a few weeks ago. And we decided to just, you know, let's chat about it. Um, it had a unique ending. And and let's just kind of dissect what these first three seasons were. Uh, this new world that was introduced. And just kind of, kind of, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. chat chat just, about it. Yeah, for sure. We're your, we're your chums. We're your we chums. Wanna, we want to have a discussion. And, like, I, I think the TV discussions... Um, for shows, it's something that we, we want to do a little bit more of. Yeah. Um, but it is it is harder because, like, if we're going to do it in one episode, it, it we're going to have – there's just a lot to cover. Yeah. 
So um, we may not talk about your favorite moment or whatever, but we're going to do our best to um, really provide some like a great insight yeah. to, for our, for what we've seen. Yeah. So where do you want to start? And, and with that, if we don't get to your favorite part, email us, right? Email us, send us a message, tell us what was your favorite scene or what, what has been your favorite aspect that perhaps we didn't get to during this conversation. Where would you like to start with this Um with this shit series. Um, so maybe a little bit preface. We, we will discuss all of seasons one, two, and three, not in great detail, but I think just for the context of, of, of this last season, I think it makes sense to just dive a little bit into the other two. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to just general feelings. Do you like the Mandalorian? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. hundred percent. Why? One, it feels it's a, it feels has a Western feel. Yeah. Okay. So, um, from, are from 310 to Yuma, if you haven't listened to the episode, uh, go check it out. Um, I, I kind of fell a founded love for Westerns. And yeah. in the episode, you asked me, would I would want to watch Western? This would classify as That's, one of those yeah. shows yeah. that I get to watch. Um, part of it is because, and also it's a, it's a unique or Mandalorians have always been a unique character in the Star Wars universe mm -hmm. that I've always loved. I didn't like Boba Fett. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, All right. <laughs> we're gonna I, get we're gonna get some comments on that, but okay. All right. I love when Marcel when I blow you. I just you just I just shatter your reality. Um. Uh. Yes, I know. Not that I don't. Both it's cool, and he was cool in like the Star Wars episodes, you know. But I just I, I, I don't know. It just he never jived with me. But the Mandalorian culture and like what they were, I always thought they were intriguing. Yeah. And. Part of it is like everyone would be like, "Well, he's not a true Mandalorian." Mm -hmm. So there's that whole that whole backstory and whatever. And, and so when they came out with the Mandalorian, and we started getting this like very specific world, mm -hmm. fell in love. The lore and all of it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I appreciate that. It's okay. So I I like the Mandalorian. Um, I I really enjoy it. I think one of the things that that stood out to me right from the beginning was. Um, I just forgot the, what's his name? Not Dave Filoni, the creator of the series. He did Ooh. Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Elf. Dude, I'm terrible with names. If people haven't realized that I'm terrible with names as a filmmaker, you can just keep it to yourselves. <laughs> you can just keep it to yourselves. Uh, you keep talking, I'll look it up. John Favreau. Oh, so dude. so uh, one thing that I really appreciate right from the beginning about John Favreau is that he said, "We we we're not being influenced by Star Wars. Rather, we are being influenced by the things that influence Star Wars, that influence George Lucas, right? Which was, you know, samurai stories, um, westerns, right? And and they took that concept, and you feel that a lot, especially in the first season. And so I just fell in love with with retelling not." Which again, you go you go to like the sequel trilogies, and they're extremely influenced by Star Wars. Yes, and not by the things that influenced George to create Star Wars. And and so so the Mandalorian, I think, does that really well. It goes back to um, the hero's journey. It goes back to the yeah. to the individual perspective of of conflict. Um, and I and I and I felt like that was done really well. Um. I think overall, though, I I've loved I loved season one, season two, season three was fine, uh, and we'll discuss into it. 
but I'm all for the Mandalorian. I think, like you mentioned, the Mandalorian culture was teased so much, especially like in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, I think my first interaction with them was like in in Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. They mentioned them several times in there. I'm like, ooh, cool. Um, so it was great to finally like dig into the lore, the history, everything about the Mandalorians. And I want more. Like You're, I do. I do. I want. Yeah. I. Um, Although I would be okay if they don't make more because of how this season ended. Yeah, uh, I would. I would be. Um, okay, actually, before we get into this, because I think that would be. So, what What was your impressions of Pedro Pascal in the first season, um, coming into uh, a role um, as like, you know, you know, as this Mandalorian? So a lot of thoughts. One. Uh, one, I was super hyped. The fact that we were getting like a Latino in, in there, I was like, yeah, represent, Let's, man. Let's yeah. do it. Um, Let alone Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. He's great in Narcos. Like, he's awesome. He he brings a lot of like gravitas to, to his characters. He He's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. He loves what he does. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I think it definitely shows yeah. in this series. Yeah. He's, he's phenomenal. Um his his voice is really unique yeah like how he's which is like when you hear him in interviews and then like hear his mandalorian voice it's it's great um i will say that like my my guess is is that 98 percent of the time it's a, a body double that's in this costume right um and not him and definitely like probably a hundred percent of the time in season three it was a body double and him just doing the voiceover. You feel that that a hundred percent. Wow, I didn't I, now I have to like rewatch it. I think so. And I mean he, he yeah. I apparently and I was reading a little bit about this, like there was conflicts with The Last of Us. Oh um, okay, yeah, yep, yep. I could see that. And so there was which is unique because we've seen him take off the helmet in every season except for season three. And I think they set a, an expectation that we ought to see him take off his helmet. I I also think I think that's a danger for this show. That if moving forward, if we don't if we don't see more of Pedro, of Din Djarin, his face, I think like I think there's a disconnect. I think for for audiences, there there's going to be a disconnect of, of of being able to connect to a character who we can't see emotion. That doesn't mean that he's not a good voice actor, correct? But it, it just eventually you're going to get to a point as a, as an audience where you're going to have that disconnect. I think this is why, and, and so I was gonna say later on, but I I'm just gonna talk. I feel like they could. I, I would actually love to see a Mandalorian, or maybe like another series hmm. that's based off of this world and okay. it's not necessarily just Din Djarin. Um and it's maybe a little bit more of like the Mandalorians on Mandalore um, maybe maybe Bo-Katan but maybe just some of her like the crews and again um, uh, Katie um, or Kate um, Katie Sackhoff yeah coming in and doing other cameos and, and Pedro Pascal doing cameos as, as Mandalorian just because, like, they just have. There was several characters that were in there. Where we yeah. had the, I um, mean, the armorer. We have um, what's the the other the uh, Bogotan's crew? Oh, uh, Wolf. Wolf. 
and I forget the yeah. But that whole crew, yeah. I mean, like, to and I would love that because I a hundred percent agree with you. I actually felt a not. They set it up into the fact that when uh, the armor said that we want to bridge, yeah, that that maybe they were going to find like, some kind of a, a balance, right? Yes, maybe within the met, like the clans, right? Yeah. Say like, look, we as a clan can come together and we can remove our he- uh, helmets together, together, yeah, and, and have like this sort of like thing where like, okay, we trust you, and have it be like this show of trust within the old way and this newer like not as strict yeah. form again this is just me my vote versioning and, and writing in my heads of, of things like that but because because you're it is i mean there's there's a big reason why uh, filmmaking needs faces honestly yeah because there's subtext mm-hmm mm-hmm you're absolutely right, and and I think if they're not careful, they're they're going to lose that, and 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 maybe maybe that is what they're trying to do, right? Like maybe my understanding, and I read this when when the first season came out, was that supposedly they they were going to hire Pedro Pascal as a voice actor, and he was going to get uh, paid as a voice actor, but then he said, no no no, I'll I'll make an appearance, and that's when they removed his helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore got paid as an act, an actual actor. And he did a couple more scenes. But maybe that's the route that they're going is he's become too popular, too expensive for this show um, that we're not going to remove his helmet anymore for whatever appearances he makes. Um, I mean, but it's it's a bummer because because I think for the for the sake of the story, it would have been great. Like you mentioned, you know, as a, as this show of trust or even a show of progress as a, as a society, like within our commune, we will show you who, you, who we are, right? Yeah. And from that aspect, and also I feel like from uh, from our viewpoint as viewers, we wanna see Pedro, man. Like he's such a great actor. I wanna see other characters too. Yeah. Like I wanna see, cause like there is some, again, I mean, um, what's really interesting to me is the fact that like um, the, some of the other, uh, Bo-Katan's and Wolf's crew are very different races. Yeah. You know, like part of it is that some of our family, so like where are there, like these, each individual Mandalorian could have a unique story that show, you know, that comes, can be played, you know, come into play. Right. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. To me, what is so unique about the, the Mandalorians is that they have such a very, they're, they're similar to the Jedi in the sense that they have very, they have like a, a history they have like a um like lore they have this sort of like creed yeah um the jedi right they you know they're they have this creed they have these maybe not sort of creed but laws and like councils and like per- values yeah and principles that they live by yeah correct and and to me that's something that is to me especially in the star wars universe always is is such a is helps bring um the the like other side of the coin when it comes to what the like um the what am I freaking the star troopers and like oh, yeah. it, it, i don't remember i can't, i can't, i literally cannot keep track 
the, are they imp- the the separatists versus like all the like terms that they come across and like the imperialists yes all of it i'm like mm. which one are they fighting <laughs> who are they fighting this time <laughs> How do you all connect? I literally, I don't, I'm like, I'm not as good. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I love Star Wars, but I cannot keep track of these guys. In this case, they're fighting the imperialists, the, whatever remnants there are. Yeah. 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 So anyways, I don't know, some thoughts. Let's talk about that now that you brought up them. Um, Moff Gideon. Uh, what's his name? Carlos Esposito? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of him? Dude, he's the most menacing character i mean i don't i know thron is supposed to be coming Mm -hmm. but moff gideon i wish they'd done more really dude i i felt like he's his he killed it i mean like i almost felt like it almost it brought me back to his some of his scenes in uh uh breaking bad (laughs) very straight like and but his facial features exactly again like arrogance um his uh he pride his i mean everything about him was like i am superior and you guys are all peasants yeah you're not even peasants you're you're insects and and especially in the first season especially you, you feel this constant threat going back to 310 to yuma right where where um ben wade's posse felt like a constant threat in the background yes you feel that from Moff Gideon, right? You know there's there's a bigger, darker baddie out there. You don't know who it is or what his intentions are, but you feel him throughout the whole first season. No, but not only do you not know his intentions, but he whatever like whenever he shows up, he was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, there was just like that posse, like you know his crew was also brutal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? They had to be the cutthroat, you know, what's the line in 310 Yuma again? That is like, I wouldn't last 10 seconds uh, if I was, wasn't rotten as, as rotten hell, right? That's how I feel like Moff Gideon is. Yeah. And, and listeners, we love, obviously, 310 Yuma. I think we, we reference it. Literally once a week now. week. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that episode, go watch, go watch the movie and then listen to that episode. It's, yeah. it's a great movie. But, um. I love Moff Gideon. I was kind of over him by the third season. I'll be honest. But see, but he he didn't play a huge role in the second season. He, At least I don't remember. Right. I mean, he he kidnaps uh, Grogu, right? Um, and then you have the like the big showdown at the end. Um, but I just I think it, it was great when he when you know in in the first season. He has a big role in, in the last two episodes. And then in the last episode, he, he's finally the TIE fighter. He crashes. You think he's dead. And then he comes out with the blood, with the, with the, yeah, the dark saber, the dark saber. Right. And that's how the season ends. Right. Um, and then you see him more, then you feel the presence in the You're, second yeah. one. Right. But, but this third season, I just kind of like, oh, we're still with this guy. Like, okay. I, I, you... I, I was kind of, and this is not a criticism at his acting. Yeah. I just think I was kind of like, why, why are we bringing him back? And it was to close some 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 loose ends from from the other two seasons. I just didn't I just didn't like him this last season. I think what it was is I liked the character. Yeah, and I think what you what what really what it comes down to is like you are correct. 
and the fact that like they didn't do enough with him in the story. Yeah. The the writing for him and the way he plays out in the arc is actually pretty weak. His character, his presence, who he is, and I think that well, no, no. I mean, let, let's talk about that. It, so it turns out that everything from season one, him experimenting on Grogu uh, and kidnapping him, was his end goal. And and seeing like some cloning, his end goal was to create an army of clones of himself with with midi chlorians uh, that he took from Grogu, so that the way that way they could use the Force. And then Din Djarin, Mandalorian, sees that he pushes a button and they all just die. Yeah. Like I just felt like, and then there's this, a battle this, with Moff Gideon, and then there's yeah. the battle at the end with Moff Gideon, right? Where he, he, which he's a great. He loves his monologue. That Moff Gideon loves a good monologue. Okay? Star, Star Wars, Star Wars in general, but I think Mo, they've, yeah, Moff, give, yeah, they've Moff given Gideon. Moff Gideon yeah. some good monologues. Yeah, but in the middle of this fight scene, um, he expresses how how dare you like you killed my clones, and it's like. Yeah. Everything we led, everything that we've been leading up to with with the cloning, with kidnapping Grogu, with why you hired the Mandalorian in the first place, right? Like it was uh, it was all just kind of it was resolved way too quickly. Bro, I feel like we should I mean not, we're not going to change the name because I love our name. Um but literally I'm just reminded as we talk about these movies how where where like can people just go back to the basics? Yeah. Like, can we just, like, if we're going to do a TV show, can we put consequences? Like, not con- um Think about the payoffs. Yeah. Yep. Because they do the setups. They do the setups, but this payoff, I just felt, was taken away from me. And I, and I think what it comes down to is that they set up the payoff, or they set, up, they set it up, but they didn't write and they didn't incorporate the imperialists and what was happening with them and the because there was a little bit of like presence but in season three we also would get this like okay now he's like he's no longer he's not actually like set away and like there's like this thing where like oh he's no longer in the picture but he's actually in the picture Mm -hmm. like could like give us give us let us know they, the, the characters don't know, but we know, so we can just feel again what what what's happening, what's moving forward, right? I know that's like oh, like a big reveal, but it doesn't feel like a big reveal when there's not enough, especially in TV series, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when there's not enough continual, um, like check-ins. I don't know if that's the the best way to like like term. Yeah, but. Because I, I think about like TV genres, like you know, like um, I think about one of my favorite TV shows, Bones. And in Bones, have you seen Bones? Mm-mm. Dude, it's one of my favorite. T- like, period, it's phenomenal. Um, the character development is phenomenal, but in those series, they often have a serial killer that ends up reoccurring. Oh, okay. Throughout uh, a couple of seasons, that like are there's an episode that kind of like moves it along. But then we don't check in with them hmm. for a while, right? It's just like, and then each one there's like a bigger stake or some bigger thing. But something happens in the episodes that then like impact those characters, 
in other episodes and other things that trigger back to those to that scenario right sure 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 i just feel like that's not happening that that didn't happen here in the mandalorian like they're not even though it's just, it was just three seasons like they could have had at least one episode in the second one to bring us back in and connect us with that maybe a little bit more but because the second one was almost like okay well we're gonna get rid of baby grogu to go to the force ahsoka shows up you know we have luke i mean sorry luke comes in uh which is great you know that was a great win for star wars yeah yeah to see like young luke um luke in his prime in his prime just wreck you know yeah um but at the same time like we they come in and then all of a sudden it's like back to you know Grogu comes back boom right there i think that that was my issue with the start my initial issue with season three was that we had a mini episode during book of boba fett right where it was it was just an episode of the mandalorian <laughs> We we said the right, next chapter. Yeah, peace out, Boba Fett for like a whole episode. We're gonna go back to Mandalorian, or or to the Mandalorian, and and we see the whole journey of of of, of Din Jaren going back and 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 meeting with Grogu. Not he doesn't meet him, but talking with Luke, Luke training Grogu, and then all within one episode, episode and a half, Grogu decides to go back to, um, to 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 the Mandalorian. Yeah. And I just felt like we ended season two on such an, an emotional high yeah. uh, in all aspects, like in the aspect of like we they're 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 being separated. We saw Luke, um, Moff Gideon got caught, right? And, and this emotional high. Then we do a, a a small episode where we say, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna bring him back together." I forgot that that was in the book of Boba. That was in the book of Boba Fett, right? <laughs> such a weird way to approach it but and then and then and then in that same episode they give us the 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 premise for what season three is going to be which is you're gonna have to go back to mandalore the armor tells him you're gonna have to go back to mandalore and retake atone for what for your sins right he does that in the first two episodes and yeah. so like it, it it was an interesting approach to it all and i felt like that going back to payoffs you left me on such an emotional high that bringing them back together i would have wanted at least half half a season if not a full season of them apart now i know that for the people of grogu i get it there's an article Sorry, I'm gonna let you finish your thought. no yeah I, people love grogu and they love grogu and and and, and mando together but think we as an audience need to allow ourselves to sink in and feel with our feelings so them being a part and, and and not only that but letting studios not not cave in to just give people what they want yeah because because i 100 could you i mean okay granted part of him the, uh you know uh din coming back to mandalore you know uh uh grogu ends up saving um you know din mm -hmm. uh with bo -Katan. okay yeah. so that's a you know that's kind of a big thing but could that have happened a little bit later with some other aspect that you know maybe caused them to then be reunited or him going back to then 
needing, you know, I don't know, something to them going back to Mandalore together and this being like the indicator, I don't, I don't want, I want to be with you. Like they want to be together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, whatever it might be. Right. And and I think for me, my favorite parts of season three were when, um, when Din Djarin is with Grogo and he's telling him, Hey, if you, if you're going to be a Mandalorian, you need to learn how to navigate the stars. You can, you know, yeah. you're, you're never lost. You know, those, those like small intimate moments that he's having with this puppet, um, they were great, but I think, I, I like what you said, like maybe you bring him back in later and have him those, those opportunities where, where they can have that decision to come back. Yeah. Right. Um, because quite honestly, like Grogu didn't, besides saving him, you know, in, in that first or second episode, didn't do much the rest of the season. Well, and then he gets, yeah, it's to me, th th this season was definitely focused on, on, on the Mandalores, yeah. um, which on, on Mandalore and the Mandalorians, but like, that's why I, at the same time at the coming to the end of this season, I was like, it would have been okay for you to not have Grogu here. And it, 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 like, it would have been fine it, or, or to at least bring him towards the end. Yeah. Cause I think that payoff would have been better Yeah, for the final scene or final with the fact that like he adopts him as his own. Yeah. Like to me, it's like, you know, cause we all knew that was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, especially when he comes back, they're like, Oh, and, and, and especially in some of the first little bit where he, it's like, um, he, he is having those, some of those intimate moments of like, well, if you're going to be a foundling, well, he's too young. No, he's, he, him knowing that he can do more and he should be, he should be treated, you know, accordingly. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and then even on top of that, like getting a little bit more of Grogu's backstories. Yeah. Like yeah. we got just like a sliver of that. Right. Like, and I'll say that was probably some of the, like, again, these moments, man, we're going to, we're going to harp this is so hard. Give us moments that are, that we can resonate with. Yeah. Give us, give it, this is so, this is so tragic. Um, give us a little bit more pain or, or, or passion. Hmm. I love that pain or passion, either one. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think, yeah, I just, I just felt like we, they could have, they, they should have kept Grogu apart. Right. They were only apart for half an episode for an yeah. episode and a half, yeah. you know, and that's just, that just doesn't seem fair. Um, I'm going to look this up. Uh, did you see the article that's a the the Mandalorian has a baby Yoda problem? Uh, I don't think I read. It was on Vox. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna link it in the show notes. So let me just grab this real fast and put, throw it over here. But check out this article. I think what we've kind of talked about is I think what they've they, they touch on a mm -hmm. little bit. It's just that like it's not that we don't like baby, we, having Grogu. Isn't not it's not that he's not a cool character. No. Or whatever. But. There could be that there. It's a. It's the maybe like a crutch to get more viewerships because when there's no episodes with with um you know Grogu, then maybe the younger audience doesn't want to watch it or you know I don't know. You know, I'll argue. I've had this argument with other people before. <laughs> My favorite episode of all three seasons was in episode in season two when. Grogu had been kidnapped already. And and so then they go in in season one, 
uh, the Mandalorian gets like meets up with some of his old like mercenaries, mm-hmm. and one of them, anyways, he he like helps them escape from this prison, and and the one guy, and anyways, in season two, he they go and break him out of this prison or out of this prison planet so that they can have him help them find the coordinates for the for the star destroyer for moff gideon's and it's that scene or it's that episode with the train and and then it all culminates at the very end when they're in the imperial base and they have to scan the face and mandalorian takes off his helmet right and and he's having this conversation with what's the actor's name he's a comedian anyways um Oh, yeah. that's my favorite season. There was no yep. Grogu. And, and again, it's not that I'm dogging on him, on, on Baby Yoda. Rather, it's... It's, it's, a, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's, it's a raw performance from both character, from both actors. Again, and seeing Pedro Pascal take off his helmet, and he gives that, and, and that emotional performance... The other character, what's his name? I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Just look keep him up. Um, the the other character is kind of in like provoked by one of the imperial uh, officers, and then he just kind of loses his his mind. Like he's provoking him about how well we did it for the empire and and his people. He because he was a, a former imperialist, his soldiers were killed by orders from from imperial imperial officers. And so he's getting mad about that and confronting this imperial officer, and then he just kind of loses it and shoots the guy, and then he's like, "Well, everyone's coming after us now." Yeah, right. That that's my favorite episode in in all three seasons, and it again it's giving us raw moments, allowing us to feel um, the anger, the hatred that this character has towards the empire, even though he was a member up, and even though he's not really. T- "Quote unquote," a good guy, right? Right. He almost had the Mandalorian killed in the first season, right? Um, but we're not we're not relying so much on on Grogu, yeah. And I think that's that's what this season missed lacked. It's not that he we're not relying on Grogu, because we are. Yeah. It's it's the innate desire of Din to want to rescue him. Or to to get him, yeah, to yeah. help him, yeah. Maybe not rescue. I mean, it is a rescue, but like to help him, right? As a father, he's mm-hmm. he's he's kind of already. I mean, he's taking him as, as a failing, so he has a responsibility. He feels like there's a responsibility there. So there's a desire, a innate. I mean, part of what happens in the whole first season is that his character changes from being a lone bounty hunter, yep, doing these things helping his coven as like the sole person that is out in the open, bringing in resources and funds and things to help the, you know, the, the families and everything. And, everyone else, yeah. and then find somebody who um, ignites the, that desire of protection of care. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. Yeah. Right. And, and I think, and we could have had like, something similar but with on Grogu's end right with other it could, wouldn't didn't have to be a Luke I mean I get it Star Wars they don't want like there's budgets and like, yeah like having to do all this thing and like hashing up whatever but they could they could have there, there could have been perhaps another mean or 
or even just like a half a episode where we have a little bit more of like on Grogu's end of more of like a need where there's he's struggling with the four. I mean, I don't know, you know, the because the, they're the characters are solid, very solid. I mean, I think I think that the um, the the characters that are in you know in the different aspects and and w- the way they did it felt very it felt very Star Wars. Um, I I think what it comes down to is in this third season. We don't get where, even with the take coming, the Mandalorians coming back. There's a great, there's a great fight scene, like yeah. the the Mandalorians and the dark troopers and 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 all this, the the starf, you know, like them fighting and whatever. It's fun, it's cool, but it almost feels, it feels cheapened. As for the Mandalorians. Okay. Did yeah, you yeah. feel that? Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, it, it was a, it was cool imagery. Like, I've been wanting to see, a, oh, dude, a, you know, a jetpack sick. fight scene, right? Oh, absolutely. So sick. And, and so it was cool. But, yeah, I just I just don't feel like it was earned again. You know? Do you, let me, okay. Do you think that it was rushed? Do you feel like this season was rushed? 100%. I, I feel like season one and season two were well thought out. And then I think... They said, "Oh boy, what should we do with season three? Let's do. Let's take back Mandalore." And I think the the idea of taking back Mandalore, I think that was not an original plan. I think that was. I think, I think the that was just. I just don't. I don't think they knew what they were going to do with season three. Do you? Why do you think? What? I, I for. I, I feel like for a couple of reasons. One, um, see, season two, we're introduced to Bo-Katan, right, in in, in live action, and and this conflict between the the Mandalorian's creed and 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 Bo-Katan's uh, history. Um, Moff Gideon is caught. Well, and and I think that was that's it. But I just, I just, I never felt like season one or season two really were about about the Mandalorian as a whole uh, uh, about bringing back Mandalore taking yeah. back Mandalore and I just felt like I felt like at some point John Favreau and, and Dave Filoni were like well let's just let's just play out let's just play out the fact that they go back and, and get Mandalore and that there's yeah okay so we watched it together for the final episode. Yeah. And I binged all the, the, all the episodes prior. And I, I thoroughly liked several episodes in this season, but when we were watching together, I thought it was great to see, like they had, it was really cool to see all the star, you know, all this, the, the Mandalorians and it shows to me, I'm like, it just, again, reiterated, reiterated that I want more Mandalorians yeah, yeah. because they're such fierce people um and and they're like you know anyways and um and such a unique character in the star wars universe um but how when like you called you know the the like this the them getting trapped and um it like you know mando or the din kind of getting taken away and the what anyway it just there was the it felt 
it felt like all of a sudden there was like this huge force, this huge conflict that like, oh, we can't take back Mandalorian because like the Imperials have been using this as a secret base. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, what the heck? It's like this huge, like, and it's not like just, and it's like, not only that, but like also with the clone, like, oh, okay. Uh, th- we have the whole clone, situ- like the yeah. whole, you know, Moff Gideon's clones. It's like all the stuff. Yes, they destroy them. Yeah, it's whatever. But like the fact that like it was like this quick thing, they show so up quick. And, and, and they happen. I get it. Like it's hard because like they're supposed to be secret. It's a secret base. And that whole aspect, I think, I think what it comes down to for me is that like we kind of had a huge ride emotionally with the desire to get back all the Mandalorians back to Mandalore. But it is all of its it like especially the last half of the season. Mm-hmm. Feel like I think when I think back about it now, it is all rushed. Yeah, because like you think they they get like some a little spot to to like be there. Also, they go and get the fleet. They show up with a freaking huge imperial um, destroyer mm-hmm. that they've uh, commandeered, and then go to Mandalore, like. Yeah, I I almost think again have have your one episode in the in the middle of Bo- of Boba Fett where where Ma- Mando is tasked to go and atone for his sins, right? It, it introduces that premise for the next season, and that's it. Don't go get Grogu. Then season three is about him trying to figure out okay, how do I navigate like. Me being not not being a father figure anymore, so so he falls back to his old habits, right? Taking up taking jobs, whatever it is, and then you have to have him. There has to be a reason for him to come back to, to, to being the 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 Mando that we love at the end of season two, who is loving, caring, who is a father figure, and and then you can introduce Bo Katan and that story arc a little bit later. I just don't I. I and, and and don't give us, you know, the taking back of Mandalore. I, it's funny you say that. I was actually just thinking, look, this is we we're in we're in an era of TV that like there are no rules. Yeah. Disney has come out already that like they're not doing full twelve se- like they're not doing like standard mm-hmm. like television se- like you know, Netflix does, you know, eight to twelve. Yeah. Okay. What are we getting? Like six? Six to eight from maybe Disney. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not just? Why not break what they would have done for this third season into two, two other, to another season? Have us have a little bit of space with Grogu and and Din, like you're talking about, and give us a good cliffhanger mm-hmm. that is the entire next thing is the threat that like the or the end the big reveal towards the end is the fact that like um, Mandalore or is is. It can be livable, but there are imperialists. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I was telling you when I was like, "Look, I think that they're gonna have the what's the the actual Mandalorian like symbol, the like beast, the, the mythosaur." Yeah, the mythosaur. I was like, "Dude, they're gonna they're gonna bring the myth. They're gonna ha- they're gonna the other Mandalorians are gonna see the mythosaur in something." Mm-hmm. And I would freaking love that. They didn't do that. Yeah, right. I get it. Like, okay, maybe like like, but. What are they setting up there? Mm-hmm. They're not going to do anything with Boca. They're not going to do it again. They're not like, yes, she sees 
the mythosaur she had there's like a little thing with the, the armor but uh, like I- i'm convinced at this point that like nothing's gonna happen with that little like nugget that one and let's talk about the i i actually enjoyed this episode a lot the, the episode that takes place on coruscant yes really enjoyed that oh so good um one i'm just a sucker for anything coruscant like I, yes. I, I was so bummed that they, they didn't show Coruscant in the sequel trilogy because, like, I, I don't know. I just felt like it's it's a great it's a it's a vibrant city, vibrant, right? It, it was quote unquote the center of of, of the galaxy, um, but yeah, like I, I loved it one, and 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 I love like the I love how they show like the aftermath of of the Empire and how these little remnants of, of of the empire and how they're adopting them back into society and whatnot but you're also seeing like the fallacy of the new republic and how and it's inevitable like the, the fall as well and how they're just a bunch of bureaucratic idiots so like i, I love the political aspect of it yes. loved it um but it was just that one episode and and dr pershing gets tortured at the end and like that's it like was there supposed to be more there dude i don't know i had the same thought i had like i literally like it like it was it was erased from my memory until you just brought it up yeah even though i love that episode it was a great episode but like you would have been fine not having that episode literally you could have omitted that i mean the only tie to that is the fact that he wanted to continue his cloning research Uh and it was literally a whole episode to give us the exposition of why Moff Gideon wanted to take um uh Grogu Grogu yeah that's what it was but I could have come to that we come to that realization when he tells us that that's that's why he took him you know in his monologue at the end yeah yeah great episode but like it's just like again like I just don't think they they really knew what to do this last season yeah Um, You, you know what I want I want I want a whole I want a whole um, military style uh, Mandalorian series of the episode that uh, Carl Withers directs, okay. where they come back and they save, they take on the giant uh, uh, pirate ship and save the city. Uh-huh. Even though it was like, again, because TV and like in Star Wars, like it's like super fast, but like I could take a whole series. I could take a whole, even if it's just a limited series. It's just Mandalorians doing some crazy operation and like they have like whole tactical situations. Yeah. They're trying to like do the whole, they do their thing. They, and it ends up being some like huge thing that impacts both sides of like the war. <laughs> I would a hundred percent go for that. <laughs> I like that. Listen up, Lucasfilm. We've got a picture for you. At, yo, at me. <laughs> Dave Maloney. Um, well, let's let's actually talk a little bit uh, about this. What what do you think the future of the Mandalorian is? I think keep, keeping in mind that we have Ahsoka coming out, that the skeleton crew, which I'm pretty sure takes place in the same time frame, and that we have a movie already scheduled to come out that's going to incorporate Ahsoka, Mandalorian, Mandalorian and like. Probably, probably skeleton crew. I don't know. You think so? Uh, maybe I don't know. I would like that. I would love to have skeleton crew 
live action. No, no, sorry, not Skeleton Crew. That's not the. I'm thinking of the Bad Batch. You think Bad Batch? But the, the new, the other, yeah. Yeah. But um, to, we we kind of talked this about about this a little bit. I I was on the assumption, or I had the feeling that like these the movie's gonna be like out in two years. But your assumption, I think it's gonna be out in like four years, four to five years. I I I don't think they're gonna start production on it on, like for another two two and a half years i mean so so the real question is like will there be other seasons of the mandalorian yeah i said i don't think there's going to be really i think and if they do it's going to be one other season and like we're not going to like it but it's such a okay well, I'm coming at you from like a business perspective. It's such a bankable property. Oh, I know. Why would I? Why would Disney not want another three seasons? I, I, I mean, we discussed this. I think we discussed that we, there would probably be three seasons. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't know what, how this season really plays out. I mean, from from what I've seen, it's been a mixed bag on the receiving mm -hmm, of this mm -hmm, season, mm -hmm. I think they're going to look at Ahsoka. I think we're going to look at Ahsoka because they left it open. Yeah. It was, you know, it's, it's a pretty clean ending. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's, it's a satisfying ending in the sense that they're, they're together. Mandalore has been taken back. Bo-Katan is being a leader, like solid. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> that's what it is, right? Like, just like, all right, we're back to this, like, we're grinding away on our world. Then there's, like, this one other person just, like, lone wolfing it. <laughs> I mean, and, but, I mean, they do hint that, like, hey, during your adventures, you have a home, right? Um, so, like, they hinted at, like, and, and he goes to the to the Republic officers and says, hire me to, like, Dude, take out yeah. dudes for you. Yeah. He, he, again, he's building a, a new code. Yeah. And... Part of that is to train the the his apprentice and you know all this other thing. So, um, easily could there be three three new seasons? There could be that could be a whole new arc. Mm -hmm. My thing is, I think like they're gonna look at Ahsoka and see how that plays out. Yeah. And, I mean, if they come out with like some sort of release date or some sort of like map of like roughly when these Star Star Wars movies are gonna come out, um, then I'll be I'll be like, oh yeah, for sure we're gonna have. I mean. It's literally a cash. There's so much money to be had with all the merchandise and all the stuff. So they're probably going to do another one. My, my th question will be, will it be one that we'll enjoy? Or will we f really be like, well, this is just, they're, they're biding their time until they get the movie. Hmm. Yeah. They're going to, you know, that's, I'm waiting for it. When I will have some opinions when we see Ahsoka. Here's what I'm hoping. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm hopeful Ahsoka is going to be really good. Me too. Like I, I want it to be good. I, I want to go back to like seeing Dead Eye. I'm trying to like I'm you set your expectations. Like I'm like trying to. I'm not not like lowering my expectations, but I'm trying to keep my expectations in check. Okay. Because Ahsoka is one of my favorite Jedi's. Yeah. She's amazing. She's awesome. She's awesome. And I, we'll, we'll talk Ahsoka. But like, okay. So I'm hoping Ahsoka is good. Um, I really want 
I would love, I, I hope Mando and, and Grogu make an appearance in Ahsoka, at least. Um, and hopefully maybe in the skeleton crew. Mainly because the skeleton crew is, the main character is uh, Jude Law, dude. Oh, dude, freaking Jude Law. I love Jude Law. I would love to see Jude Law and Mando, like, just interact. Anyway, um, if I digressed, my love for Jude Law. Um, put a little picture here of Jude Law, just... The hearts, <laughs> hearts popping around them. Dude, we gotta do a July movie, man. The holiday. Oh, dude, Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, so many good ones. Um, okay, but but I'm hoping I would love to see at least one season of just like training and like and and helping Grogu. I'm ready for Grogu to start talking. By the way. Um, oh, dude, friggin' yes. I'm I'm ready for Grogu to if if not talking communicating in some other and with the force yeah, yeah like doing something that helps provide mando that, yeah. like this the like a better communication thing so, yeah so i'm ready for that um but i would love to see another season of, of them just going on adventures taking on tasks assignments seeing grogu learn grow adapt to to becoming a mandalorian with Jedi and force and armor uh, and armor, right? Um, but then you have Ahsoka, you have a season of Mando. But I would love to see like, and we got a hint of this. Like he goes to the Re- not rebels, he goes to the to the New Republic and says, "Hey, hire me for anything." I would love for maybe the the New Republic to start hiring him or these soldiers to be like, "Hey, we're hearing rumors of Thrawn or of or of this." Possible threat. The possible threat out there, right? Um, out in in, in um, the outer rim, the outer rims, and like for him to kind of take more of those missions. I hope that Mando dies in the movie. Yo, hundred percent. I I'm gonna get hate hate for this, but I would also I'm okay with uh, Ahsoka dying. Like I think it's, I, I think to me, yes. I mean, or or. One of them means like uh, to me. I think Ahsoka's gonna uh, would, would. It feels like the character could be one of the characters that end up, or maybe I mean I don't know. Both of them at some point because the thing is like Ahsoka is a huge character. She's, uh, I mean, a, a very powerful arc that we don't know much about, and that we're gonna get for the yeah. first time in a live action. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. We're gonna get another Sith, mm-hmm. two Siths. Possibly, yeah. With actual Jedi fights, mm-hmm. you know, like there should be really good things. And to me, um, I mean, we didn't even touch on this, but like the dark saber being destroyed, um, it felt like it should have been a bigger deal. Yeah, I, I, I see what like I see the the metaphor in it. Like you can you can lead Mandalore without having yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and we'll follow you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need the sword for us to follow you, yeah. type of thing. I get it. Um, but yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, but having Jin having an arc, honestly, I would love what you just suggested. I honestly, I would love to have that. I would love to have a whole nother three arc where it is more growth, even have a bigger time span. Yeah, of like when things happen, so we get bigger progress and and different things that come in with different characters from some of these other shows that like we've already gotten mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that indicate like 
where things like where things like how things end up being connected to like the greater story. Yeah. In the Star Wars universe. And then with and then if if both Din and Ahsoka die in, in the movie, you have Grogu that then has to step up. And now we see him in the Ray movie. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. As a talking yeah. sentient not that he's not, not that he's not sentient, but no, right, right. But, do you ha, okay? The question, but the thing is, so I, I see what you're saying. Five years, we get three more episodes, three more seasons of Mandal. We get two seasons of Ahsoka, two seasons, two, two seasons of uh, the Skeleton Crew, one season of Skeleton Crew, one season of Skeleton Crew, limited series, two seasons of Ahsoka movie. Yeah, my they've they've said that the skeleton crew, that the skeleton crew is definitely more like young adult audience. It's. It's their version. This is what what they said. This, it's their version of like the Goonies. Oh, so just do one episode, one season of that. Not not that it's not going to be good, but do one season of that. So do two to th- yeah, three of, of Mando, two of Ahsoka, and then um, the movie. That's 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 four five years. Yeah, I mean they could do yeah. That's yeah, I could see that if they don't do. Another episode of another season of Mando, though, which I find that hard. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't know. Actually, it, it, it all just depends on, it, on when they want to release the movie. To me, there's, there's a little bit of me that feels like they should release sooner on the movie because then maybe. I, I just I just worry that like with live action, there's a lot more money involved. Mm-hmm. That they're that what they can tell in the story gets caught up in bureaucracy. Yes, that's what I worry about. Yeah, I don't want that. Like I think one of the reasons why we love the Mandalorian one and two is that like we just like you said at the very beginning of this episode that they wanted to go back to just following the influences that Lucas, you know, George Lucas had, right? Yeah. Different things, like, in different styles of, of film and of store of the of the world, right? Of culture. Why can't, you know, like, it gets caught up, it gets lost when there's a lot of money involved mm-hmm. and they're trying to not tell a story for the story's sake and they're just making episodes. Yeah. We'll see, though. I mean, I, I, it, it, listeners, it may have sound like we dogged on season three. I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, let's talk favorite episode. This is the last thing we'll end on. Um, I'll go with mine. I loved, absolutely loved the episode with Jack Black and Lizzo. <laughs> Again, just because it was just like them on a, on a, on a mission. It, it had all these detective feels to it. Um, I didn't really care like that Jack Black or Lissa were in there. Um, I just really enjoyed like we have this task, we have this assignment, we're gonna go figure it out. I love the idea of like these droids going on a, on a rampage at, with the against these citizens. So cool! I loved it, and and it was just fun to like see just the scale down mission and, and task uh, of the Mandalorian and. Yeah, I just enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that episode. Are we talking about favorite scene for the third season? Uh, I'm talking favorite episode from episode, from, from the third season. Yeah, though. yeah. Um, I think that might be my favorite episode as well. I was gonna also say, 
um i i, I mean i also liked the mandalorian like t saving um that one city um the, where they get their like little piece of land oh um yeah 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 um but i, I feel like it got cheapened when they like they were there for like two cents and then you know jetted out of there <laughs> um but i really i loved the whole like idea that the droids have a droid bar <laughs> yeah and right. they're like their own culture their too. own like, little like their vibe thing yeah like uh yeah um i just thought it, th like again this me reiterating i would love to just have a whole series where like mandalorians are just doing these like operations you know like each one of them has some like, wild it's like literally it's like rogue one but it's like little little comments from other series <laughs> and just like one episode of them just doing these crazy things uh i would love that so much <laughs> i would love that uh, here's here's a better take the show's called the mandalorian in this case din jaren kill off din and have the mandalorian be be a uh, grogu yeah oh yeah easily right? well the, look look I, I don't think like the mandalorian the that's the thing that there's always kind of like i i as watching this is that like when we, when, we, when it talks about the Mandalorian and we see it's very, you know, obviously uh, Din is the the main character, mm -hmm. but like the fact that we it's faceless, like yeah. we don't really have a lot of face with the Mandalorians, that they could easily make it be like there is like a pass, you know, like the, a, a, like a baton pass, yeah, to like okay, you are the Mandalorian now, like you are the person because like you are who we're gonna be following story stuff right here on now yeah because it's i think what it comes down to is like the reason why it's it's if it's more is that he's this, this weird outlaw mm -hmm. in the mandalorian crew yeah but also as like the star wars world yeah like he's like this weird this you know he's a bounty hunter but he's, a, he's a mandalorian he's got like like he's set boundary like he had boundaries they were changed his new bound like new like uh codes of code, you know yeah. his new code but um he also had plays this weird line in the mandalorian in like the actual Mando mandalorian culture as this other character where like just like bogotan kind of does too yeah but they have this thing so like you know easily could have something you know you know definitely have something like that mm -hmm. be there I'm excited. I, I really am. I, I love the Mando series. It's great. I love Grogu. I want him to start talking. Let's just break down the math. If 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 his species lives lives up to four hundred years, okay. Um, that's when Yoda died when he was four hundred years old. If he is right now in season one, he was fifty, okay, and we're like five years after then, so he's fifty five, sixty ish. He right now is the equivalent of what a four-year-old a human four-year-old yeah why is he not talking yeah i don't know that means he's what an eighth of his life yeah does this species really only like have 150 years of like not of, 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 not of, talking no of talking they only talk for like 150 years no because in in right now in star wars canon you have the the high republic yoda's in there i'm pretty sure and that one takes place like 200 years before mm. yeah i just to me 
I wonder if it's just like a PTSD thing. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. You no. Know, yeah. Like he can't, but he's just, he has too much trauma that he just doesn't. Yeah. Because, okay. I mean, we know he can communicate. Yeah. You know, and that he does talk. Like, he communicates through the Force. Through the Force. Uh, with Ahsoka, right? Yeah. So, like, he can speak and have, like, prep, maybe not a full, but, like, I imagine a full conversation um, to, to some degree. Maybe not full, you know, like, I mean, yeah, little toddlers can have little conversations. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I have, I have, I have <laughs> the wildest conversation. I remember having the wildest conversation with my kids. Right. Anyway, yeah, no, so... I just wanted to talk. I know, to me too. Yeah. I, I I wanted that this this season. Yeah. Look, guys, we I, I do want to like quick little side note for you guys. We have these conversations because we they deserve to be had. You know, it's not the when we talk about I, I know sometimes um I have a friend who when I when we go see movies and I review something, like I remember watching Doctor Strange and he's like, What do you think about that movie? And I was like give it like a six he's like a six it's like, <laughs> like an eight for me and i'm like no i mean sure yeah yeah it was cool like it was fun but like if you're gonna give me my if you want my opinion like there are some things there yeah there are some things in the series there there's things in every single movie and really what it comes down to is like we we want we love stories we love stories and i think it, the reason i think the biggest the way you can really understand is that if you haven't watched it if you're listening to us and you've this is one of your first episodes. Go watch our first episode. And you can understand from that first episode why we what it is about movies that we love. Yeah. It's 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 a movies and TV shows allow us the ability to feel and allows us the ability to create a connection that we may never have with with uh with an individual that's not real but takes us on a journey. Mm-hmm. That's why stories are powerful. That's why they will never go out. They'll never go out. And if the, the, the problem is that we have literally in a plethora of places to get stories. And TV, I mean, technically, I think part of this, a lot of this might be coming down to a, the looming writer strike. Yeah. We've talked about this, you and I. <clears throat> it's going to happen. Oh, I know it's going to happen. Um, and I think that's that that could be a lot of the case of what some of these things that are, that are happening. Yeah. Anyways... We're like overtime, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but hey, guys, again, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we would love it if you could please subscribe on, on whatever platform you're, you're listening to. Um, as well, if you could give us a, a five star, um, leave some comments. It really helps us get discovered uh, on the charts. Um, be sure to check out um, what we're doing on other social like Instagram and YouTube. Um. Let us know if what you thought about the Mandalorian. What was your favorite episode? Do you want more Mandalorian episodes? Let us know by emailing us at your at realchums.com or by DMing us on one of the other platforms. You can find me on Twitter at Rubio underscore TV. And you can find me on Twitter at Marstrosity. M-A-R-C-T-R-O-S-I-T-Y. Join us next week as we discuss Come On, Come On with a special guest. I'm excited for this one. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for it and just I'm like, yeah, I'll get around to it. When I was told that this is the movie that this our guest wants to do, I was like, what movie? <laughs> and I looked it up and I was like, man, I do not have enough class <laughs> to watch this movie. But I will tell you, I watched the trailer and I'm like, this is going to be good. This is going to be very good. Um, you do not want to miss this. We're going to have no. a great conversation, great guests. 
it's going to be awesome. See you next time. We'll see you.